of the Trauma to Triumph podcast. I'm Annabelle Ingleton and I'm your host. So this week I am offering a very different type of episode. Well, I wouldn't say it's different. It's more of a personal um, sharing that I'm doing around, around very similar to, I would say, a post that I made this week on Instagram about how what my life looked like a year ago and what I had to do, what actions I had to take to get my life to this next level that I'm hoping to get to or will get to in 2022. And this is a really honest depiction about the things that were causing a lot of internal resistance in me because I felt very much out of integrity and how that resistance um, and because I felt out of integrity, how it was causing a lot of emotional um, pain, how it was um, coming up for me and it was blocking me from doing the things that I literally needed to do to get to this next place in my business and in my personal life and in my physical life. I share some of the things that I had to put into place, some of the big changes I had to make. And I talk about the actions I had to employ in order to get really honest with myself about what needed to change and how that has made such a big difference that it's preparing me to offer a very different version of me in 2022. And that's going to get me to different places in my, uh, I'd say romantic and personal life, my social life, my business life, my income, all the things, and even in my, my physical body. So I hope this episode will offer not only information and insight into who I am as a person, as a coach, um, as just a normal, typical woman, but it offers some inspiration or ability for you to reflect on your own life about what may be happening in your life that's creating this block or feeling stuck or unfulfilled. And more than likely, guys, it has to do with changes that you have to make in your personal life, the decisions that you have to make in order and it's in, in order to get you to the next level. And it's the only thing that's going to get you to the next level. We tend to think that some level of healing is going to, is going to get us to that next place. And I want to offer guys, healing is great. Healing is necessary. You have to process, understand, integrate all your past traumas. But then after that, there's so much action that needs to take place and life doesn't change unless you take action. Life will look exactly the same unless you make different decisions. So I'm sharing the decisions and changes that I had to make this year that have created, at least for me, a knowing that life is going to be just freaking amazing in 2022. And I hope it offers you just a lot of insights. Um, I can't wait for you to hear it. So without further ado, here it is. And um, I will talk to you guys next week. I genuinely believe that at some point in your life, you can reach a level of having enough healing and self-awareness and just knowing that you have the ability to actually make 
like take actions and create change that it's really hard to live out of integrity, like to live outside of integrity with your life. Um, some people can go through life and deny reality, deny that they're obese, deny that they are in a painful, toxic, unhealthy relationship. They can deny that they're in a job that they hate, but they're just settling for it because they need to keep their parents happy or just they're fearful of making the jump to do what they really want to do because they're just too scared that people will judge them or that it won't work or they don't have enough self-belief. Um, they go through life feeling super, super unpleasant emotions and they just sit there and cope and cope and cope and drink or do drugs or um, choose the bad partner after bad partner. They uh, continue to um, just like avoid reality and just live in their own bubble of denial and they can continue to just, you know, be in, in, I don't know what I really call, I think it's, I think what's accurately and appropriately named a denial, you know, about the fact that they have anything to do with it, that they, um, have any control over it and they just continue to cope and, and manage their behaviors. I, I think when you're in a leadership position, when you're a coach, when you are someone who is just in some type of leadership position, whether you're a wife or a spouse or a partner or a parent <clears throat> or a manager or an entrepreneur or a coach, hopefully you get to the point where there is a lot of cognitive dissonance. There is a lot of resistance around doing things that aren't in integrity. This, the way this shows up is you feel stuck, you feel unfulfilled, and you feel really unhappy with the way things are in your life. I've been there. This is the way I was when I was in my marriage. This is the way I was when I was doing a career that I fucking knew that I was never supposed to do, that I was living, playing really small. When I, when I, my body wasn't where it was supposed to be, I was super overweight. Well, at least for my body, I was overweight. Um, I wasn't earning what I was supposed to be earning. I wasn't showing up in the world that I was supposed to show up. And for me, my, that discomfort of knowing that I wasn't living the way I was supposed to live was so strong. And I was just so fully aware of it that I, at, at one point I was like, I can't do it anymore. And I had to figure out why the reasons why, and I had to understand why I was continuing, why, what was causing it? And then why was I still doing it? And then how do, how did I change it? How was I able to change it? And so for me, what was amazing was that I found out that trauma was the thing that was the, at the root cause of all of my behaviors. And this is the case I believe for every single person in this world. If you are not living the life that you want, it's only because you don't believe that you deserve to have it. And the belief around your inability to believe that you deserve to have it has to do with a lot of self-limiting beliefs that have unfortunately become a habit in your mind and in your body. And it's because I believe it's due to unhealed trauma that you haven't processed emotional wounds, some attachment wounds, um, shame attachment wounds, things that have happened, mistakes you've made, um, all these things that have created this, these limiting beliefs about yourself that make you believe that you don't deserve to have the best life 
Because when you have healed those things and have addressed them and understand them, then it's so much easier to say, I forgive myself for all that shit. I deserve to live the best life and I need to do it whatever means possible because I don't want to go through life living this way anymore. That's what I did. And because of that, it brought me to the place where I am now, right? A place where I am super, super happy. I, in terms of like what my life looks like, I changed my body. I lost 25 pounds. I started my coaching business. I moved out in by, you know, with my three daughters into a beautiful home and I live really happily and, um, like life just feels and looks exactly the way I wanted it to. The only thing that's, that's on my, on its way to me is my, um, soulmate. So that's happening already, but that's, that goes without saying. So that's something that's on its way. So, um, but I will say that like, in order to get to, to the, the place where you want to be, you're going to come up against that resistance. And hopefully that resistance speaks to you loud enough to the point where you say, fuck, like my inner parts are like, I have a lot of resistance. My intuition is speaking to me and saying this, what you're experiencing right now doesn't work for us. Like there's, there's just so much pain and unhappiness. What's going on in front of us that needs to change. And for me, I knew that helping clients one-on-one with helping them heal and process their, um, and heal their brain and body from the effects of trauma was what I needed to do to, to like, that was, that's the career path that I needed to take. But it also, my also bigger goal was to help people become coaches and learn how to do what I do. And that was a five-year plan. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. It was something that I didn't think I would do until about 2026, 2027 and more, you know, like 2025, 2026. It has shown up um, in my life for a lot sooner. People, there's a large demand for it. People are reaching out to me and saying, Annabelle, this is what I need to do. And I have a really huge waiting list to work with me one-on-one. And what I had to come to terms with was there's no way I can help all these people. I have hundreds and hundreds of people on my wait list. And there's no way that one Annabelle can help all these people. And how am I going to help these people? And it was, I realized to get there was to create the trauma-informed coach program to, to create and help a lot more people become coaches so that they can help all those people. Because if I can help create a lot more coaches and um, help them build their businesses, then they can reach out and they can help those people. And they, we can reach thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people in this world, right? So I had to come to terms with the fact that my my goals, my plan needed to move up a lot faster. Did I feel ready? Did I feel... No, I didn't. It scared me. I kept on putting it off for months and months and months. I literally have, I was supposed, I was going to launch it early this year. And I'm like, in three months, in six months, and, and every quarter I've been putting it off, putting it off. And the reason I put it off is because I had a lot of self-doubt about my ability to help other coaches become coaches. Um, and then I had to understand why was, why was I in resistance? Why was I in self-doubt? I've done this work. I know my capabilities and I know my... Like I have so much self-belief and my self-concept is very strong. Why was I having self-doubt around this particular new level of growth? And what I, what I learned was when you have to get to a new place in life, when you have to do different things, when you're forced to change and you're forced to create a new part of your life, a new existence, a new, this is, this was going to change my business. This is going to change my daily work habits. This is going to change my um, income. It's going to change the, what I need to do to show up and what I need to, 
the actions I need to take to get there. So it's really going to change my life entirely. And I knew that the way that I was living before wasn't wasn't enough. It wasn't going to take me to this next level. Just the same way that if you're listening to this podcast and you're a coach or you're someone who wants to become a coach or you're somebody who wants to really change the life that you're at now. Maybe you're, it's not coaching, but you want to heal your trauma. You want to address those wounds. You really want to process everything to get yourself to you know, either leave that bad relationship or change that job or change your body or um, commit, you know, maybe you have to leave the job and be a stay-at-home mom for your family for the next couple of years. And that feels really hard. Or you have to leave a relationship that's really toxic and unhealthy that isn't serving you in any way. If anything, it's really holding you back and creating and re-traumatizing yourself over and over. There's so many things that come up for us that are creating a lot of pain or there's things or there's goals that you have that you know in order to get to that new level, you have to change. These are very similar, okay? Getting to the new level or fixing the pain that you have now because you have to change your your current patterns, your current actions, your current existence to get to that new level. And for me, what that was, I had to look, I had to get really fucking honest with myself and say, why do my parts feel that the self that I am now, that I believe was really amazing, it got me to change my life dramatically. Why is why isn't this self? Why isn't that what what am I doing now that isn't probably the best and healthiest thing for me that's gonna get me to the next level? And I had to be honest with myself and 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 share. And I shared this in October, but I had to give up alcohol. I knew that stopping drinking was preventing me from getting to the next level. It was creating a lot. I I had to, one, I had to come to terms with the fact that I was coping. I was using it to deal with the loneliness that I was experiencing from my abandonment wound. I had decided the two things that I was, well, the one thing that I was going to do was I was going to build a healthier and more, even more secure relationship with myself, which meant I was going to build more, um, I was going to heal more of that attachment, that um, abandonment wound, that insecure attachment of disorganization. I have disorganized attachment. So I have avoidant attachment and anxious attachment, but I'm more anxious than avoidant. And that anxious part of me was constantly, well, most recently, especially this summer, I, I had to come to terms with the fact that I was choosing a partner that wasn't the best for me. It wasn't a healthy relationship. And why was I still choosing this partner or this person that wasn't the best for me? And it was because of my anxious attachment. And I was like, whoa, it's still showing up. I thought this, I thought we fucking nipped this in the bud. Shit, it's still showing up. So I was like, and I know because of the things that I did in the past and what I teach my clients to do, healing anxious attachment, a lot of it is building secure attachment with yourself. It's being able to regulate yourself in those times that you feel really lonely and be with yourself and love yourself enough so your parts can learn that self is there and that it's enough and it can it can help you okay and it can be it can be enough I I don't need to find it outside of myself I needed to build it within myself and then once I really built that foundation and felt more secure with myself with self and not with a man in a relationship I would feel ready and I would be better off to, to start a relationship so the fact that I was choosing a partner was proof guys this is external proof our behaviors will always show us where our wounding is okay or our success is our healing is 
So let's say, for example, my ability to lose the weight, my ability to start my business, my ability to get it to six figures, my ability to help hundreds of people, my ability to um, move out and get my own home and build a beautiful home and all the purchase all the things that I have and write this beautiful existence. Um, those were all done with the first level of healing, the first part of it, right? Now to this next part, it was it was almost like I couldn't do it and I had to be honest with myself about why I wasn't able to do it. So I learned that it was it was this unhealthy or inability to take my healing, my secure attachment to another level. And I had to, if I wanted to create and attract my soulmate, and then build this this new part of my business. I had to um, heal my anxious attachment. Sorry, I had to like think. I had to heal my anxious attachment further. Okay, even further because I had done so already, which allowed me to leave an unhealthy marriage and start dating better. Right, but this new level that my true soulmate, that person that I want to build eternity with, and my business with, and my life with, wasn't go. I wasn't going to attract him with this level of anxious attachment that I still had. So it was like, damn girl, we got to get to work. So it was stop dating, get off the dating apps, be single and deal with the feelings of loneliness that come up when you're by yourself. And it was hard guys, but I had to do it. And this past, these past two months have really just, man, it's, I've grown in ways that I can honestly say I never thought I would be. I never thought I would feel so good on my own. Never. I thought I was there already. That's the worst part is that I thought I was there already before this summer. And 2021 was such a deeper, a deeper, a year of deeper healing for me. So I knew that in order to get my soulmate, which is the next goal, right? Was that in my business? was to create that secure attachment. And guys, I'm, I do this every day. I'm working on this every single day. Not a day goes by that I don't build that secure attachment. So I'm doing that. And then the business part, I knew that it had to do with my drinking. I knew that I had to stop. And in October, I shared with you guys that I was coping with alcohol and I had made the decision to stop drinking. Here's what happened behind the scenes that I obviously didn't share. I limited myself. I told myself, okay, I'm only going to um, drink socially two drink max. And then when I'm home, I'm only going to do one drink. And I was finding it really hard to do that. And the fact that it was becoming an issue or not an issue, that it was a struggle to keep my word to myself really freaked me out. I was like, I was still having that desire during the day of like, oh my God, five, six, seven o'clock's coming up. My client, I'm going to be done with my clients. I can have that glass of wine. And the fact that I was looking forward to it and yearning for it was like, hell no, this isn't happening. I'm not doing like this to me felt like dependent behavior. And I thought this is a huge crutch. This, I can't do this anymore. This is, this is literally, I knew from my higher self that this was something that I had to tackle in order to get myself to the next level. Because here's what happens when you drink a lot, guys. And I'm, I'm going to speak for myself. I won't say for everybody. I was feeling lonely in the evenings because I was single, right? This is the time that I'm working on my secure attachment. So the loneliness of being by myself, like this is the, the nights that I didn't have my girls that I would drink. I... It felt so uncomfortable being in my body, like, oh, I'm lonely. No, there's no one here. Like, what am I going to do tonight? And I would grab for the wine. And so I'd grab for the wine and then I'd drink one glass, maybe drink two. And then I would be like, okay, I'm lonely. Okay, well, who do I text now? 
let me text my ex. Not my ex-husband, but the ex-guy that I was dating. And then I'd text him and then he'd text me back. And then I'd be like, okay, we're going to see each other. We didn't, thankfully. But, you know, we'd plan to see each other. And then I would, and then because I was drinking more, I would like have a, like an emotional vomit on him and tell him all the things that like went wrong in our relationship. And I was hurt and all these things. And then the next day I'd wake up and I'd be like, holy shit. No, I didn't do that. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And then I feel energetically, I felt like shit. I wasn't fully like, you know, from when you drink there's, yeah, I didn't have full on crazy hangovers, but I still felt like shit. I was still tired. I still had the shame and the guilt that came from drinking the night before. I still felt really, um, what would, what would be the word? Like I still felt, um, yeah, energetically, like I wasn't the fogginess, the, the slow, the, all that stuff. And then the compounding with the emotional shame and guilt that I had and the resentment and the regret that came from the stupid things that you do when you fucking drink. I, I was like, this can't, I can't do this to get to the next level. This is why I ultimately fully stopped. And today, as of December, I'm recording this Monday, December 6th. So as of December 6th, I'm 15 days full on, completely sober, no alcohol at all. And let me tell you guys, it was not fucking easy. The same way that it ha- it wasn't easy to, to deal with the loneliness of, of healing my secure attachment and being single. The first week of this was whew, super painful. But I can say I feel like I'm on the other end of like those first two weeks and I feel so good. And I know that in order, I knew and know that in order to get myself to this next level of my life, this is what needed to be done. I needed to hone in and really focus on creating that secure attachment with myself. And it was also quitting alcohol, quitting the coping. We, that coping for me was huge, 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 huge. What happens when you drink, guys, or at least for me, you avoid the pain that you're, that comes up, the emotions that come up. And if I would have just allowed the feeling of loneliness and understood with it and sat with it and, and talked to my parts and said, you're okay, like I'm here, you're not alone, I'm with you. Like we're not, loneliness is, is a feeling, alone, being alone is a fact. I'm, I was alone in my home. Not even that. My daughter, my oldest daughter would be here a lot of the time, right? She lives with me, my 21-year-old. And so I wasn't like a quote unquote alone, but I felt lonely because I because of my wounding that I had before, right? The abandonment and rejection wounds that I had. So dealing with the pain, I would just drink and it would boom, numb it up, and I would be fine. And because I was doing all the other work in my healing, I thought I'm doing therapy, I'm journaling, I'm manifesting, I'm meditating, I'm moving my body, all these things. Oh, and then the other thing, okay, I thought that was enough. But then the other thing too, guys, was to get myself to the next level is is my body, is my health. So moving a lot more. Um, I kept on having this like literal yearning, almost screaming thought of move your body, run, go run, go walk, go like literally just having this feeling that I had to run and just like move my body. And I'm a little, a bit of a baby when it comes to like the, the, um, the, oh, what's the word? What do you use? Like the weather outside. I was, I was trying to think of this other word that I couldn't think of the elements. There you go. And when it's really cold, like I just don't like really cold weather. Something happened. I had like a past event that happened where I was subjected to super, super cold wind and cold weather that, and it's, and 
cold, just for you guys um, that don't know, really harsh weather environments can be very traumatic for people. Okay. So, um, I don't, I don't like being outside when it's like super cold or super rainy or super wet or super foggy or things like that. And I knew that I needed to move my body more and running. I remember after I had Juliet, my second daughter, seven years ago, running was such a great, like it helped me so much. And it, it, not only did I lose weight, but it just helped me energetically, emotionally, mentally, physically in so many ways. Um, so I kept on having this desire again to like move my body. So I'm thin, my body's in shape. Like nobody would look at me and be like, oh, Annabelle, you're like obese or overweight or unhealthy. I'm very healthy physically. I've lost, I'm, I weigh like a buck and a quarter, right? 125 pounds, I'm 5'6". But I knew that I needed to get my body to another place. And that was another urge, like thing of mine that I felt like was gonna get me to the next level. I needed to conquer this like thing of, weight training and running and things like that. So quitting the alcohol, creating more secure attachment with myself and taking my body to another level, I know are the, were the next things that I needed to do to get myself to this next place. And I didn't want to admit it. I was in denial about it for a couple months because let's face it, guys, we get really comfortable. If I'm making six figures and my coaching, but and I have a waiting list like a fucking mile long, and people are dying to work with me, and I'm my clients are getting great results, I don't really like I should be good, right? Like this should this is enough. But when there's a there's a demand on you, when there's um, a higher calling for you, when there's something else that you know that needs to get done, like building the trauma informed coach program, when that needs to get done, that felt super fucking scary, and um, I was like. All my parts were just like screaming at me like, this is enough. You have enough money to live, like more than you and your girls can live really comfortably, all these things. But at the same time, it's like I knew I had these other goals. But to get myself there, I knew that I needed to make big changes in my life to get there. So I've, I think if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I ordered like the treadmill, the Peloton treadmill. That's I'm so happy it's arriving on Wednesday. Um, and I'm going to, I haven't decided whether I'm setting it up in my bedroom or I'm setting it up in my office. I need a really big space for it. So I'm going to think about it. We'll figure it out tonight, but that's going to be something that I'm excited. I'm hiring um, a running coach. Um, one of my clients, actually, her name is um, Stella Rose, and she's an amazing coach that helps runners. She teaches you how to run and get ready for marathons and things like that. So um, I'm hiring her to help me um, learn how to run more effectively and, help, and in a better way so that I can get my body to that next level. Um, I quit the alcohol. I feel so good. And I've been in the process of just really deeply, deeply working with myself and building that secure attachment. When, in order for us to get to these next levels, guys, there's so much, like you have to keep, you have to be in integrity. When you're a leader, you have to do the things that are hard and follow through on the promises you make to yourself. And because when you don't, you will have that inner resistance. You will have that unhappiness. You will have that whether even physical pain, like it manifests that way. I really do believe you'll get migraines or things like that, but you, it will manifest in some way. But more than anything, you have the, the internal voice screaming at you, like leave, stop doing that. This isn't healthy, whatever. And you really do have to be honest with yourself and to, and to learn, is it just fear screaming at you that you're just like, you know, is it fear or is it your, is it your higher calling? You know? And I think you, you know, better guys, I think, you know, if you really ask yourself, 
you know whether it's fear or it's your intuition that's telling you to do the next step, the next thing. Me, myself as a coach, I have to be in integrity. I can't be telling my clients to stop coping when I'm over here fucking coping with alcohol, right? I can't tell my clients to, you know, that they have to build secure attachment when I was in, when I chose a bad relationship this summer and I, I didn't understand and unpack the reasons why that was still happening in my life, right? Your behaviors are proof. Your life is proof of where your wounds are or where your healing is. And I feel like more and more every day, I'm, I'm more of a place, I have more proof of where my healing look, what my healing looks like. Because when you're living from your wounds, you're not in, you're not happy with what life looks like. And, and there's a difference between being happy and content. Like you could be, I was content this year, right? But I also knew that there was a higher calling for me. And that's why I wasn't quote unquote happy with where I was. I was called, I was being called to, to move to bigger and higher levels, which required a, a lot for me. It required a lot of changes for me, right? So look at your, look at your life and understand and question and understand what is happening in my life? What's showing up in my life right now that's showing me, are these are these results from my healing? You know, do I have a healthy relationship with my body now? Do I have a healthy relationship with my emotions and my and my mind and my thoughts? Do I have a healthy relationship, a healthy romantic relationship with my partner? Do I have a career that I really love? Am, am I is my money funny? Am I not managing or managing it well? Um, is you know, those things are really big indicators of what your life looks like. And you can know whether you're living from your wounding, your wounds, or if you're living from your health. And I was, I have to admit this last quarter helped me see, or the summer helped me see where I did have a little bit of wounding that I was living from and it freaked me the fuck out. And it helped me, it paid me with a big reality check for me to see that if I didn't get these things in order, I couldn't get myself to the next level. And I, and I remember thinking one day, like when I was in it, when I was like in the first week of like totally not drinking, I remember thinking, why, why, why don't I get to just be overweight and live, work in a whatever nine to five job that's crappy and just make minimum wage and just pick whatever partners and cope with alcohol and drugs and just do whatever the fuck. Why don't I get that? Why don't, why, why do other people get that? And why don't I get that? Why can't I just cope all fucking day long? Why do I have to give up alcohol? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to be lonely and or feel alone and build the secure attachment? Why? Because I am held to a different level of responsibility as a leader, as a coach. When you do this work, you are held to a different level of integrity and you must do different things that are going to get you and keep you to that and get you, get you the results that you really want. The old things that I was doing was were not going to get me here. There was no fucking way that I would meet my soulmate, build my beautiful body that I really want and create this new level of my business and earnings in my business if I was living and doing the same things that I was doing. If I was choosing partners from a really anxious place, if I was still coping with alcohol, if I was not moving my body the way my body was screaming and yearning for me to move, right? I, there's no way I would have got there. And I don't get that. Like wh- when you're a leader, when you are called by God and the universe to do different things in your life and show up in a, in a way that the world needs you to show up so you can be that leader to other, to other people for other people's healing and change, whether it's in business or, the, or mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever it is, whatever kind of a leader you are, 
you much is required of you and you will have that calling on your soul but there's also things that you will have to do to get qualified to further that calling to actually put that calling into practice in order for me to get qualified to do this next level of change guess what i had to fucking do those things and it's been fucking hard and I can't, I, I, for, I refuse to stop, just keep asking, why don't I get to just fucking settle? Like, who the fuck, why would I want to settle? That life, that life is the most, I lived that life for, for almost 40 years. I never want to go back to that. It was so painful. And does this require more work on my end? Like different types of, of, you know, developing my character and my soul and taking totally different actions. Yep. And does it require a lot of responsibility? Yep. A lot of scheduling and doing things in a certain way. Yep. <clears throat> but you do not get to a certain level of success by just fucking sitting back and like processing your trauma with just like, hey, one day and that's it. No, there's so much action that needs to happen. A lot of fucking action that needs to happen, guys. And I'm taking deeper level action and deeper level changes that I have to do to get me to that place where I can fully be aware and present and capable of leading others to this different to this different part of my life and in their lives to build their coaching businesses, right? So that they can heal other people. I have to hold space and be super self-regulated. I had to, I had to learn to really regulate my shit on my own, not with a fucking coping mechanism, right? So that I can be that way with my clients so that my clients can see what they have to do to be there for their clients. That's another episode, which I already recorded, by the way, which is going to be so good. Uh, But it's on the Trauma-Informed Coach um, podcast, which, by the way, guys, I have not been recording because I felt so out of integrity um, to film, to record more. I I literally was like, no, Annabelle, you're not even in the place where you should be fucking recording this right now. Stop. Get your shit together. And once you do, then we go do that. And guess what? I now I have so much content the past couple days, like I would say the past seven days have like so much amazing learning and insights have come out of my body and brain because of this new level of, of healing that I've done. And sometimes guys, healing looks like fucking buying yourself a treadmill, right? And quitting drinking and stopping dating. Like I told myself, I'm going to start dating in January. Like I feel comfortable um, putting myself back on the dating apps and starting to date. And and I'm going to start going on dates in January because I feel like I feel really good with myself right now. I feel like I can make the judgment calls with men. I'm not going to be choosing the same fucking idiot motherfuckers (laughs) like before. And not that my husband was an idiot motherfucker. He was amazing. He's my angel. Or the guy that I dated before, but in my twenties, I really did date idiots. But um, it's I I really feel like I'm in a place where this new version of me, man, it's she's just so equipped and feels so secure in being able to provide everything that I need to provide in order to get my those coaches where they need to be. And I'm so proud of myself. It wasn't easy. It was so much work, but integrity. When I'm not in integrity, guys, myself, my higher self, my intuition, man, she gets so pissed. She's like, Annabelle, what the fuck are you? My my higher self cusses at my shit, but in a very loving and kind way, right? She's not. She's very compassionate, but I get checked. I'm I'm, I'm aware. I know when I'm doing, when I'm not doing, when I'm supposed to be doing. And when you're a leader, you are held to a different level of integrity. 
and you have to subscribe to it because if you don't, you will get weeded out and you won't be able to lead. You will have so much distance. You will have so much resistance inside. You won't be able to lead and you won't be able to coach other people because you won't be able to offer the advice that they need because you will have so much self-doubt around the fact that you aren't able to do it for yourself. You will be blocked. The reason I've been able to take my clients to the point where they are now is because I've done the work to get them to this place where I got that, where I got. But now this next level requires a whole different version of me. It required a whole different Annabelle of healing. And I'm really, really proud of myself. Like, so proud of myself. And I believe that you can, be, you can have the same pride in a, such a healthy, beautiful pride, right? For yourself when you do this work and you level the fuck up. But it requires a lot of honesty and forgiveness too. Like to forgive yourself for the things that you did that you thought were, were okay, right? And um, a lot of action, a lot of change. And I believe that if you're willing to do that for yourself, life will take you, life will look so amazing and life will get take you to t- such different levels of success and peace that only good come from that. And I encourage you to look at, look at your life and see where, where those changes need to be made. Because I, I want to offer that there's probably a lot of stuff that, you know, that, or, so, or maybe just a couple of things that need to get tweaked to get you to that next place. And I hope you'll answer that call. I hope this is, this is a sign that you need to answer that call that, you know, that has, it's been nudging at you and, and you've been getting that, those little pebbles falling on your head. We don't want bricks or a house to fall on us, guys. The pebbles should be enough. The rocks should be enough of an awakening, okay, to get us to that new place. So I hope this episode helped you. It, um, I've had a really, not stressful, but I've had a lot, I've had challenging past couple months, but I have to say I'm so proud of who I am on the other end of it. Um, and it's only going to get better. I feel like I'm in such full integrity of everything that I'm doing and only success comes from that and I want you to feel that too you're worth it